jambo na karibu kwenye zahanati la mafikra huru yani the free mind clinic mimi langu jina ni Kelvin Sam and in today's show we are going to be doing season one of the life series exploring different concepts and different ideas of the world around us yeah so i hope you enjoy it Episode 1 Creation God creates man in his own image So in the begin in the beginning or is it in the beginning oh something of that kind yeah So in the beginning when God created the earth and uh, according to the religious text yeah God creates man in his own image and uh, i believe this is constant among all different religions and uh, something like that yeah that god creates man in his own image which means that man has a likeness to god or rather that man resembles god in a certain way and uh, that is what we want to explore so like in which ways does man resemble god and uh, how does this concept work and why is it written in that so that we may see because it is written that god creates man in his own image and likeness so how does that come to be well for me like personally i look at this thing and uh, i see it more of uh, in his image and likeness it's actually kind of like a tough thing to like comprehend yeah like in which context or in which place this applies to but then i but then again seeing the great strides that man has made ever since the beginning of time i mean ever since god created man i mean yes obviously god wanted man to be more like him to be a creator and to be and to be a leader to other beings you know yeah to be like a demigod to god's creation and that is why i think it is said in his own image and likeness well looking at the religious text especially from the bible yeah which i'm well conversant with um it explains this narrative and uh, it portrays god as this supreme being who resides in heaven on the seventh heaven or something like that and uh, he creates this entire system out of nothing yeah it was all just void i don't know how it looked before before day one i wonder how everything looked before day one it was just like a, a void of darkness and i don't know what then god brings in light god brings in the earth god brings in the animals and fills everything inside the earth and then on the day 
God creates man. And uh, when he creates man, uh, he says, this is beautiful, yeah? And he says he creates man in his own image and likeness. And God gives man duties to perform on this earth. So, God creates man for a purpose. And apart from this purpose that is God-given, God says that he creates man to be just like him in his own image and likeness, which means that the attitude and uh, the way that man sees man is how God sees God, you know. And, uh, yeah, that is pretty interesting, yeah, like, to think of it, yeah, like, in his own image, it's, it's, it's quite a, it's quite a technical and concept, you know, I mean, like, to me, because, for me, I believe in God, yeah, and I just can't comprehend it be, me being like, uh, like a God, though, that is the truth. Yeah, God creates man in his own image and likeness. So God makes man to be a creator, uh, a designer, an architect, uh, someone who gives life to things. Yeah, and looking and judging by the way that uh, the strides that men have made in making earth what it is right now, in this day and age, I mean. It's just amazing. It's something that marvels us, yeah? The roads, the aeroplanes, and uh, every technological advancement that has gone forward, I mean. It's just amazing. We create things from scratch, from the ground, and uh, yeah, we make it into something. So I guess that one pretty much applies to the point that says that, yeah, God creates man in his own likeness. But does this also gets into like the character does it apply also in the character of men is god's character seen in us men or how does this whole thing work i mean well we have to understand it from the roots i mean yeah but uh, i don't see how it doesn't even work i mean God creates man in his own image. Damn. That's that's like a pretty amazing like concept to think about, yeah. And uh the judging by the way that God puts man in charge of everything. Alright damn, it's just amazing. I don't know what you guys think, but <laughs> To me, I see it like it's just something huge to comprehend. Yeah, like being created in his own image. Like, what does that mean? If I am humbled, then that means that is God humble because I'm created in his image and likeness. Likeness meaning like character, how he is, how he's like, and uh, something of the sort. And, uh, if I'm proud, then is God proud? Well, yes. 
God, after creating everything, and he looked at his creation and he said, Damn, this is good. Which shows that, yes, God was proud of his creation and he was happy that he made something as beautiful as that. And I guess then that's why, as men, we also become proud when we do amazing stuff, become proud of ourselves too much. Yeah, sometimes too much, yeah. And uh, this shows, this is sin. And so that is evident that in us men, we have this godly character within us that uh, not all of us see, but it's pretty much in us. And uh, it has always been in us from the beginning, I mean, yeah. So, I don't know what you guys think. I'm pretty much stuck on that concept. I, I don't know. I had everything planned out on what to say, but it seems like it's too big given for me to comprehend. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm just a man. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm just, I'm just a man. So, man's purpose and authority over God's creation. So, God makes man in his own image. And then God assigns man a complete set of duties to do in this world that God creates. And uh, God gives man authority over his creation. Everything that is on earth was left to man was left in man's hand that everything that I have created for you, the trees, the animals, the water, everything that is created here in this planet is for you. And that as man, you have authority over everything in it. So... That's a lot, yeah. <laughs> like for stars, I'm like, that's a lot. I mean, judging like from the first man to be on this planet, I mean, he had everything all to himself. And he was told, I have given you authority to look after everything on this planet, including the animals. Take care of the animals. They are all subject to you. Take care of the plants. They are all subject to you. Take care of everything. And that you can use anything that you find on the earth. Everything is your resource. Everything is given at your disposal. And the reason why this huge responsibility is given to man and uh, let's say not the lion or the elephant or the trees is because man is created in God's image. So... As God takes care of the planet, so should man also take care of the planet. Just as God created the planet, man should create things in the planet. And uh, I guess that's yeah, something good and something that you have really, really exercised over the billions and billions of years that this earth has been. And uh, 
it's pretty much amazing even though in recent times we don't seem to be exercising this authority over god's creation in the right way because now we have climate change because we're using too much resources than what the earth can provide even though well it it always has something to provide there yeah it has never gone out of something yeah yeah earth hasn't always has been there yeah it can't it doesn't change well it changes over periods of time and but then the change itself is the only constant thing on the earth so yeah we're pretty much on the right track but not in a way that we would like to see it as but uh yeah so man's purpose on earth so god gave man a complete set of duties to do on the earth he said name the animals name the plants and take care of them also and uh he also goes on to say you know everything that okay wait that uh, actually forgot what i wanted to say but um, like man's purpose like if you look at it from a religious point of view is like well first is to worship god which is good yeah man should worship god every single time and uh, yeah that is great and uh, but the sole purpose that god creates man for if he creates man to be in his own image and likeness then i believe that man's purpose is to find his image and what he likes like in some in something of that sort you know like uh, man to find his purpose in this world because the world is full of infinite possibilities and infinite things that you can do i mean like there are things that have not even yet been discovered here on this planet so there are an infinite number of things that uh, you can do so to me i believe it's like man's purpose is to find his own image uh, find his own likeness so that he becomes godlike or something of that sort that he becomes that he sees his purpose be, fulf- be fulfilled and finding the purpose is like the whole journey like finding what you are created to do is like part of the life itself and yes well adam wouldn't have been given life if there was nothing to be done with the life itself if there weren't animals to look after then well he would have just been another animal that has been created man would have just been an animal that has been created but it is for a purpose that i can well i want to say like it's a god-given purpose of which yes it is but it's a purpose that it's not known from the beginning but it's a purpose that is a journey yeah like it's something that comes today then you work for it and you work towards it for 
a couple uh, and you work towards it like you can do everything all in one day yes so the purpose is to find what it is that you like and create a name from it you know yeah and make your name known from it so it's like so it's like that and also like the duties that god also gave man was to fill the earth so it was that you are not only to be the only man so fill the earth because after you there will be other men after that there will be other men before us there were other men before them there were other men so we also have to fill the earth you know and uh to keep it going because it's just, it's a process and it's a journey that is going step by step year after year century after century and look at us now we're like in 2022 and all of these advancements in technology in lifestyle in culture i mean it's just so rich it is not something that was created in one day it is something that has been built over decade and decade and centuries and centuries where that guy left off i come and take off from that that concept i had something that i know now and then i make something great out of it so that that generation which will be here there in the year 3020 can use that concept which i'm using to make something else for another generation so we had to keep it going you don't just want it to end with you i mean life is rich so why would you want it to end just with you so yeah that was also the duties that among the duties that god gave man that you must also feel the earth i mean it would be boring if i was alone on earth yeah obviously no one wants to be alone yeah, so it was wise that man also feels the earth the other thing is that what about i know someone might ask yeah and uh, what about women yeah who since i started speaking i haven't said anything about women okay well from my own point of view and remember this is the free mind clinic so it's just my own imagination and yeah something of that sort yeah so to me i believe that the woman was made for man because every other thing on this planet was made for man including the trees the animals were left under man's care and guidance and so the women also yeah that's why women are always under the man's care and guide and guidance yeah because that is what you are created for to exercise authority over life on this planet and yeah so that we make it running yeah so to me I believe that the woman was actually made for man as it is also clearly shown in religious texts yeah and that's just what i think any other thing apart from that i don't know yeah i don't know yeah maybe thing they said that things have changed but i guess 
it's us who are trying to change things that are pretty much basic and uh, we can't do anything much and we can't do much about it yeah you know i mean it's nature a tree is a tree a cat is a cat a dog is a dog yeah, you know there's no way that the cat can start to bark and say that well i'm a dog yeah it just doesn't work that way so to me i believe that the woman was created for man and this is shown because man was lonely after living in the planet for like hundreds and hundreds of years fulfilling his god-given purpose of naming the animals and uh naming the plants taking care of the trees and making sure that the planet was in order god saw that man was lonely i actually do not know how it worked as god had only created man and not someone else beside him to help him reproduce but i don't know i don't know how that concept works but uh so god so man gets to sleep and uh god comes to man and uh while man is asleep god takes a part of his rib and creates another being from man's rib that is how the religious texts portray it and uh Yeah so that is how it is portrayed and uh, so god creates the woman and when from the man's rib so which means that the woman is part of man then which also makes me think okay so if the woman is part of man and the whole entity of being a woman is derived from a man then that means that even us as men there is a part of us that from the beginning of how god created us that was taken away and this part created an entire being but it is part of us but it created a whole different being i can say species but yeah it creates an entire being just from our ribs and we love and we were marveled man loved this being man so this being is being so much beautiful the being itself was taken from man's rib from the man's rib and it was molded into this gorgeous beautiful looking woman if so that means that in some in some way then that women are part of men yeah in as much as men are but then men are not that much part of women but women are part of men and i guess that's why there are this much debates about women and men in this year and very day 2022 i mean Yeah it's been a lot it's yeah it's been a lot about this conversation between what is a woman and what is a man but for me i think that 
the woman was created for man but she was created from man so the woman is a part the woman is a part of man the entity of being a woman is derived from the man himself and what we consider and what was considered to be man then is not what it is now because then the man was full he was whole and nothing had been taken away from him but now at that point a part of man had been taken that then that means that man was not complete as god had created him on day 6 and so now this part that was taken out of man has been molded into clay and has become this beautiful beautiful and amazing creature which is the woman and man gushes to this woman who has been created from just part of man and that is just an amazing concept just even thinking for it but just what i'm saying is just that women were created for men yeah even though they are part of men uh so i wonder um during those days now when the earth was still virgin and there was the man yes maybe yes the woman the animals and everything what do you think they used to talk about i mean like what was there to talk about the trees and nature yeah did they only talk about peace and if it was peace only then there was no violence which then means that peace was not a concept so everything was peaceful but then it will end up being peaceful you can say something is peaceful if you don't know violence so if there was no violence then there was no peace then then everything was just constant so what do you think they used to talk about during that time when the earth was virgin and everything had been made and man had, had lived for a couple couple of years in the earth and Yeah, did he used to talk to animals? Well, I guess yes, maybe, maybe, maybe. And the only emotions or feelings that I think that man had during that time was just that of love and uh, man lived in paradise back then. I mean, you have the entire earth to yourself. All the trees bow down to you. All the animals are subject to you i don't know but it must have been like a like a pretty <laughs> wonderful like thing like even imagining it yeah like you're in this virgin land and uh, the animals can talk to you because you are you are their leader god has created you and has given you a brain to exercise authority over everything that is on earth so yes you give them names so they listen to you you listen to them and so you talk to them 
I believe this concept is pretty much explained in this movie. I used to watch this movie when I was like, uh, when I was like a kid, Tarzan, yeah, like Tarzan. Just that concept of how man was from that time. He jumping from tree to tree. He was just free, naked, just free to do anything he wanted, and he exercised authority over. The animals. He resolved disputes from the animals. He was the judge to the animals. And he took care of the trees. I don't know how this... I don't know. It's just like a... It's a pretty hard concept to comprehend because it's just too good to even be true, you know. Just naked and jumping anywhere. You can talk to the birds. You can send them. You can... Talk to the elephant, you can tell him, go tell the lion, do this, do that. And they'll just go. I mean, he's the leader. He resolved disputes. Oh, wait, he stepped on my kid, yes. This is how we solve it. So it's pretty much kind of like Tarzan. And those who didn't, and the animals that didn't do well with others, he dealt with them because that is the authority that he was given at that time. And well, even till now, yeah. But then, this effect, just like in Tarzan, ends... Okay, so now let, let, let me explain this concept. Uh, I, I can call it like the Tarzan effect of pretty much what happened then. Just like Tarzan, he swung from tree to tree. He talked to the animals, lived up in the trees, lived naked, did anything he wanted. He didn't have to work. Food was in abundance, I mean. He has everything, yeah? But then Tarzan, but then in the movie Tarzan, this woman, Jane, comes from a faraway land and uh, comes to the forest where Tarzan lives, yeah? And uh, after pretty much knowing each other for a while, Jen persuades Tarzan to leave the forest and go off with her. Now, well, Tarzan is amazed. He had never seen a woman before. He only knew animals and trees and nature and all this. And now he's seeing this beautiful, beautiful, wonderful creature called a woman. And uh, he gushes over her and he accepts to leave everything that he has ever known. He accepts to leave everything that he has ever worked for. And go live with this Jane. But what Adam, or rather what Tarzan didn't realize. Is that where he was, was even much better than where he was going. Yeah. So Tarzan leaves this forest and uh, he goes to the big city well in the forest he stayed naked he talked to animals he swung from tree to tree food was not an issue but now he goes to the big city and now he has to wear suits now he has to really really work to earn a living and uh, so that he may take care of Jane 
And now it's just that, like, oh no, it's tough out here, yeah? Now, now he has to compete with all of these <laughs> other men in the working space. Whereas in the jungle, he had everything at his disposal. He was the king, I mean. He talked to animals. He lived of fruits and vegetables, healthy life. But now, he, when he went to the city, now he has to wear suits. Now he has to really get a job so that he may earn a living. And that's a concept that I think, well, <laughs> it works well. It's the same thing that happened to Adam. Well, yes, they were thrown out of the garden and taken to go out and uh, toil. So that, that they may make a living, yes? The ground was made to be tough. And, uh, yeah, that is exactly what happens. Damn, that's just that's just what happens. Yeah. So, so, when man left the garden and... Uh, he went he went out far to now a place where he had to toil to eat well everything changed it was like a new law and order now of how things were to work i mean just like tarzan he lost his touch with the animals yeah he couldn't communicate with the animals much better, a skill that he really knew how to do. Now, because he had to work so that he may eat, well, that gave him other priorities apart from taking care of the animals and uh, taking care of the plants. Now, because he had to work to eat, then that meant that the animals became meat. Well, the plants became the animals treat the animals stand against against themselves because the one who was taking care of us is no longer here so now it is uh i think you 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 taste so sweet yeah let me see how you taste and these animals there is no law no order except from the one that is natural, the one of the universe, yeah. But basically, there is no man to tell the lion don't eat, don't eat the zebra because he is not here with us. So the man left the animals in the jungle, and uh, he went out to work. So now the order that was here in the jungle is not there anymore because. There is no man. Yeah? I don't know if you guys get this point. Yeah? I don't know if you get this point. Mm -hmm. Man has left the jungle. And now he has to go and work. And toil. And uh, the hard has been made hard. The ground has been made hard for the man. Now. This thing that man now is toiling and moiling just to eat 
makes him also turn against the animals because the food is not being provided the way it was. Now he has to work. Now he has to till the soil to get the food. So now he also turns against the animals. The animals themselves turn against them, the animals. You know? <laughs> and so there was no there was order before, but then now there is no order. Hmm? Now, the animals that were strong survived because there was no man to take care of them and tell them this and this and mediate between their conflicts. Man was not there anymore. So it became a savage war, like more, more or less like a barbaric war because the leader who was supposed to be leading these animals has now left. And they have no leader. The leader that was given, I don't know, maybe, as I know it, the lion, well, the lion eats pretty much other animals, so, yeah. It doesn't work. He can't tell each and every animal to do this and this. That was man's work. That was what man was made to do, to take care of them and to look after them. But then now man is not there anymore. So now they have no one to take care of them. They have no one to look after them. So now what do they do? Well, just like every other place where there is no hierarchy of leadership, everyone is barbaric. Now everyone gets to be savage. Now if you cannot eat other animals, then you'll just have to eat the plants. If you're strong enough to eat other animals, then you'll survive. You're on top of the food chain. Whereas at that time, man has left and he has gone off to work and toil and dig the ground now so that he may eat, so that he may, may do something of himself. He left the jungle, he went to the city, now where he has to wear suits, now where he has to look for validation, now where he has to prove himself that he is able to do a certain kind of work. And that, I, I don't know, in my own view, that is just stressful. But that, that is how it has been. So now, the new law and order at that time, now, everything changed, and now, Nature created its own energy. Yeah. Well, man is no longer in the jungle. Uh, the animals still are. Man is now in the city. Man is now building a home. Man is now doing all this kind of stuff. And man also turns against the animals. So now, what happens is that the animals can't do anything about it. Yeah, you know, they cannot actually do anything about it. And now because man goes outside and man starts to overpopulate and then man, we, we become even more, man reproduces and we become even more and we make things, we are men, yeah, we create things. And this creation of things then now needs space. And so... The animals are confined 
were confined to one place, yes, where you belong in the jungle. So now the animals are put in closed spaces so that man can have a lot of space to do everything that he wants, so that he may create, so that he may build, so that he may do all this sort of stuff. Whereas now in the jungle, there is no law. Every animal for himself, I mean, yeah, now that is the new law and order. Well, you as a man, now you will have to go out and work. Whereas all these animals, uh, well, your leader is not here. So now, only the strong, the, the, the only the strongest is to survive. And that is what we see right now in the animal kingdom. But that, isn't that like pretty amazing? I mean, like, just thinking about it. That, that really, really is amazing. Like such a concept, but but yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the lie. So the animal in the animal kingdom now they do not have uh, a leader who thinks, because you remember that man was created in God's image. So that man is a creator. Man has a brain of himself, and is not driven by the laws of nature you know is not driven just by instinct but he can think for himself and choose what to do whereas animals are driven mostly by instinct i am hungry that is a zebra i eat but as man because we think i can feel hungry and decide just not to eat and say i'll eat later so that is man Whereas when the lion feels hungry and he sees the antelope, well, he's going to eat it right there and then. But for us then, well, I might be hungry and decide, uh, I won't eat right now or I'll eat later. So the animals lacked this person who thinks. Yeah, the animals lacked that leadership that leadership that God created man for. This authority over God's creation that was the purpose of man. Well, all, I don't know. All these are just in my head, but that is then how I see it. Because the animals, the trees, every single thing was left unto man's authority. And right now we are in 2022. Well, everything that I have, everything that I'm seeing right now in the house, even my phone, everything is made from this earth. So that then we do. We have always done. We have always been creating new things, doing amazing works and uh, trying to make the world better. But then it is better for us because... We are thinking men. But the animals that were left, that God put in charge of us, that we may, and get this, that we may share this planet together and use all of its resources, all of its abundant resources together and in harmony while 
exercising authority over these animals. It's pretty much just living. Just living. You don't need to work. You just live. Something of that sort. Just live. You have the animals. Every single thing you guys just live. Everything is there for you. There is water. There is food. There is grass. There is everything. It is just you guys live. But as you live, man is in charge of everything that is on the planet because he is a thinking man. Whereas the animals are driven by instinct. Yeah? The plants are driven by nature itself. Always going looking for the sun, where the sun is. But for man it was different. He stood on two feet. He was thinking. Man makes things out of nothing. He can do things with his hand. He can make tools. He can build houses. And that was man. And that is why God gave him the authority to look after everything on earth because man was a thinking man. And what did man do? We left this paradise of a world and went on to now a place where now we have to work for these very very basic things that the earth pretty much provides all the time food water shelter food 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 water mostly even the basic essentials of life food water and air all that we already have now to go to a point now that because as men now we have to work so that we may pay so that we may buy food it doesn't make sense the food was given to you from the beginning but now because we are thinking men we went and gave ourselves extra work so that we may buy the same same thing that is pretty much given to us by God at our disposal. And so now we left this duty of taking care of the animals and the plants. And now we into a world where now we have to really, really work. Well, the lion sleeps all day. It, it is only active when it wants to eat. That is pretty much what every other animal does. They just eat. Like, <laughs> like cows, like I see cows, like they eat so much that even when they're not eating, they're still chewing onto something. Like they store like food in one of their stomachs and then the food comes back to the mouth so that it may chew it very well. They just eat stress-free. The grass is there. Water is there. The only thing they need is that the man to take care of them. Now, thinking about that, well, there were some other animals that followed man when man left paradise. Yeah? The animals that we eat very often. <laughs> Isn't that quite funny? Like, the animals that were loyal to man, that were... that agreed 
to live paradise with man are the very exact animals that man eats very much. It's just an amazing concept, you know. Yeah, the chicken, the cows, the sheep, the goats, the camels. But then they were. It works for us. Yeah, we are thinking human beings. Yeah, so. And we also have to eat. So, I cannot have a chicken as a pet just because it is loyal to me. I'm just going to eat it. At one at one point, and that is the na- and that is nature in itself. To some extent, it's just natural selection. I didn't choose to eat you. It is natural selection that I eat you right now. So maybe that is what happened. The animals that were loyal to man were the ones that ended up being eaten. They ended up in the slaughterhouses. They ended up working for us. The horse, the cows that till the ground. The animals that were loyal to man when man left paradise, we turned against them. The ones that were left in the jungle, the ones that were left in paradise, well, they pretty much live the same way, but now because man is not there with them to guide them, they're living a savage life. And over the years, I mean, this is something that happens like billions and billions of years ago. And now we're in 2022. Man has completely lost touch of all of nature. Yeah. I don't know how to speak to birds anymore. I don't know how to speak to a lion anymore. Yet, this is a skill that I knew. This is something that I knew from the beginning. I knew how to speak to animals. I knew how to talk to them and understand nature's language. But we left paradise in search of work. Well, we are thinking, man. So that works. Funny thing is, the animals that were loyal to man, when man left paradise, we turned on them. The animals that could not do in the wilderness, could not do in paradise, in this savage-like kingdom, that the ones that followed man to, to be guided and to be under the guidance of man, well, we turned on to them and we put them in good use yeah, as food, as labor, as transport, pretty much most of these things. The ones that were left in the jungle, the ones that were left in paradise, became barbaric, they became savages. Only the strong ones to survive because man is not there anymore. God damn it, this is just amazing. <laughs> Isn't it? It is just amazing. So now, we have now this new law and now this new order whereby the animals could do anything they want. There were no rules except the rules of nature and the laws of nature in itself. There was no order because, well, 
man was not there to provide the guidance for that. And now the animals were left to the masses of nature. And man was left to his own devices. I mean, he is a thinking man. And everything that is on this planet was left for him. But isn't that amazing though? It's just like an amazing concept, yeah. I mean, every single thing, whether it was the ant, the, from the tiniest of animals to the largest, the elephants, all were subject to man. Damn, it, it is amazing. Really, really, really. I really wish to like see a Zootopian world, yeah. Yeah, where are all the animals. Now, what if the animals were the ones who are working and uh, man was the one who was who is in the jungle, I mean. It would have been amazing. Pretty sure the giraffes will be bullying us every single time, but then we are men. We are thinking men, you know. And it's just amazing. You, you, and you know, I'm from Kenya, and we're very much well known for our wildlife and uh, our cultures and such like things. And yeah, and seeing the animals in the park and how they live think it's it's just peace and uh, in as much as well they eat each other and uh, yes it's a savage world but pretty much they don't really stress that much with life i mean they're usually just in on nature's course if it's your day it's your day you'll get eaten yeah if you get eaten today then that means that the fear that is in all these thousands and thousands of zebras right here is going to end because if you have been eaten then that means that they won't be eating someone else today so that is good it is natural selection but they pretty much don't stress about everything yeah you know they just eat sleep die and the cycle continues on and on and on and on No, not just like, damn, this is just amazing, bro. Yeah. So, if that was the intention of God to allow us to exercise authority over the world and the nature in its while in its virgin form, well, we pretty much sucked on that, and we found many other things that we could do but also at the same time i would also like to emphasize on this that uh, well the animals are pretty much the same they still know the old secrets of what man did to them and why man left the animals know the true nature of man that is why they are usually afraid of man every single animal they run away from man. They feel threatened when man is around. That is why most of them attack. Because they feel threatened. They know the power that man has. That is why they feel threatened. 
And all this is because we forgot our duty as men and uh, we forgot to exercise our authority over the planet in which God gave us. It's quite an amazing concept. And there, yeah, I'm looking forward to like see how it goes, you know. And uh, I wonder when the animals will speak up. Yeah, I hope they do one day. And uh, yeah, I, I hope they do one day. I hope they speak out and say what man did to them then that they have been holding on to and why they are so much in fear. I'm also looking forward to the time when man himself will be able to understand nature's language in a way that we can actually speak directly to these animals and just like understand them. Well, for what I know is that animals hear what we say, but we don't pretty much know what they're barking or what they're chirping about. That is nature's language. We lost touch with nature because we left paradise where we exercised authority over all these animals and over everything on this planet. And we went on to a world where we had to work to make a living. So that was that. Ah, guys, it has been an amazing episode. This this has just been an amazing episode. And remember, this is the first episode uh, titled Creation. This is a part of uh, the Life series. Yeah, this so this is season one, season one of the Life series that I am looking forward to doing over the coming months. And uh, yeah. This was, this has really gone well than I expected actually. Yeah. It is it has really gone well and yeah. Yeah, so this is a, has been episode one, creation. Looking forward to the next episode that will be Union. Yeah. So Asante Nisana Okukuja Katika Zahanati Lama Fikra Huru Yani the Free Mind Clinic. Mimi Langujina, Kelvin Sam, na nashukuru nyinyi nyote kwa kukuja na kwa kusikiza mawaidha na zile vitu ambazo ziko kwa akili yangu jo. Eh nimeshukuru sana bana. Eh. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you guys on our next episode. Thank you. Have a good day.